0: what's going on guys today we are going to be talking about how to be more assertive um, kind of why it's beneficial to do that some of the mistakes that people make some of the issues that we have with all of this and to be totally honest with you these are things that i'm going through myself things that i have been dealing with and i'm kind of voicing some of the things that i've learned some of the strategies And I've started to notice a lot of themes, a lot of things that I can fix. And I have fixed a lot of them. And it has made a tremendous improvement in the quality of my life. So I think that it's a really important um, topic to talk about. And I'm still sticking with the extraneous speaking style, which I'm not totally familiar with yet. Not totally comfortable with yet. um, But we are getting better at it. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's talk about what being assertive means, how to be more assertive, and all that good stuff. So first of all, the to me, assertiveness is kind of the balance between being too passive and being too aggressive, okay? Now, we wanna look for balance in pretty much everything in life. We, we don't wanna live the extreme of anything, right? Because that creates all kinds of issues. That being said, you can't have a healthy balance without both of those extremes. So you want the capability of being passive. You want the capability to be aggressive. Um, but you you want to find a healthy balance in between those two extremes. A lot of people make the mistake of being much too passive. I think that it's more common to see people that are more passive than they are more aggressive. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, there's tons of aggressive people out there in the world. But I don't think that enough people understand that being passive is actually a bad thing. I think that they th- they think of themselves as being good people, as being patient people. And I'm not saying that they aren't good people. What I'm saying is that being passive as a default and not having the ability to stand up for yourself is not a good thing. If you are unable to defend yourself, if you are if you don't have the ability to have that warrior's mindset and to stand up against people that are taking advantage of you, people that are trying to steamroll you, people that are trying to create all these issues and take energy from you, if you don't have the ability to stand up to that, then looking the other way and turning the other cheek, it's not actually a good thing. It's just, it's fear, it's weakness, it's cowardice, it's, you know, anything along those lines. It's not, so, it's not a virtue, is what I'm saying. So if you fall into that trap of being too passive, what I recommend is that you start using your natural instincts, which is to get a little bit angry. And it's not to give into that anger, but it's to use it as a motivation. Any kind of strong emotion is never a good driver. It's never a good um, thing to allow to be in charge of you or your life or your decisions. However, it, it's there for a reason. You're, you're, you you're have anger because it's there to incentivize you to get off your ass and do something. Now, if you give into this, obviously, it will very quickly consume you. But if you use it as just the motivation to get started, if you just use it to say, look, I'm tired of being treated this way. I'm tired of being um, on the receiving end of all this stuff. I'm tired of, tired of putting up with this this crap. I'm going to make a stand for myself. It doesn't mean that you act in anger. It means that you just utilize that as a little bit of a motivation and you get moving a little bit. Why? Because it's scary to stand up for yourself if that's not something you're used to doing. It's intimidating to confront the people who you have been hiding from. And... It's also very uncomfortable to make other people uncomfortable. And I think that, that personally, for me, that's where I have the biggest issue. I, I don't like confrontation, but I can do it if I need to. I don't particularly like being aggressive with people, but if I I kind of flip that switch and I get into that that state and I'm able to do it. Now, making other people uncomfortable in I guess a nice way for example that's what really throws me off because it's just it's weird for me to not be hostile to someone but to be totally willing to put them in that state of discomfort now what I'm learning is that this is a very valuable thing though because it makes people think you're making people get out of their normal routine and if that normal routine is to take advantage of you, to push you around, to take your energy from you. And again, not necessarily in a malicious way. If you don't have clear boundaries, if you haven't been assertive in the past and they just, you know, you just accept whatever happens and you haven't stood up for yourself, they may not be bad people that are trying to take advantage of you. They may not realize that they're doing it. On the other hand though, You have to actually make that distinction. You have to actually stand up for yourself and see who reacts with, oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Let's change the behavior. And who just, you know, gets upset and offended that you're taking away their source of whatever. Because some people are trying to manipulate you. There's a lot of bad people out there, and you're going to run into them, and you're going to realize that some people, they don't care about you, right? And giving in to those people and trying to make them... feel good about themselves trying to not be confrontational because well you don't want to be a bad person with them well that's exactly the kind of person you should be confrontational with that's the that's the person that you should care the least about offending and upsetting right you need to stand up for those people or to those people excuse me on the other hand a lot of people they don't mean to do it you know there's friends families there's people that um it's just what you've allowed and it's what they've gotten used to and it's a habit now and they don't realize that they're doing it because we're not typically aware of our habits so how do you break this you have to make them uncomfortable you have to make them get out of that routine which by its very nature is uncomfortable for people that comfort zone is just what's familiar it's what's automatic we don't have to think about anymore and getting out of that and making somebody go wait like what do you mean I can't say that anymore? What do you mean um, we can't do this? Or what do you mean you're not going to do that, right? Because you've set this clear boundary now, and it's new, it's unusual, and people don't really know what to make of it anymore. So it's it's very important to get comfortable with that confrontation. And, and when I say confrontation, it doesn't mean like you're yelling at people. It doesn't mean that you're like, you know, throwing papers around and turning over desks or whatever else. It just means that you're willing to stand up and say no willing to articulate the fact that, hey, this is hurting me. This is not something that I can deal with. This is taking too much of my time. It's taking too much of my energy. It's stressing me out too much. It's not fair, blah, 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 whatever it is. And that's the first step. That is, that is setting your boundaries. Now, to set your boundaries, you have to do that with yourself before you do it with other people. It's not fair to anyone to expect them to not cross imaginary lines in the sand. If you have not told them where those lines are, you have to be very clear with yourself. First of all, like what will I allow? What is too much? What is inappropriate? What is disrespectful? Um, What makes sense for me as a person? What am I willing to tolerate Um, and stuff like that? Like what is my point of no return? All that good stuff. Like you have to articulate that stuff with yourself. And then you have to take it to the next level and you have to articulate it to other people. If they don't understand where the line is, then it's not really their fault for crossing it. And it falls on you as the communicator to make sure that that expectation is set. Because if you don't do that, then again, it's not really their fault. Now, again, if you don't enforce that boundary either then that also falls back on you. So if people are taking too much of your time, if you're taking too much of your energy, if you feel like you're being pushed around and you're like, you, you, you're just in this very passive state and you're allowing this stuff to happen. And then sometimes you explode and you get super aggressive and you don't like that because you know, that's like your only other option because you have this extreme where you live in this passive state, you live in this kind of idea where you allow these things to happen. And you start making people uncomfortable and you start realizing, i, I got to stand up for myself, enough is enough. And you kind of snap and you go crazy. You know, And you don't want that. You don't want to have to go to that level to make people listen to you. You want to be able to take control over that sensation, over that emotion, and kind of turn the volume up a little bit to where you're balanced between the super passive, the super aggressive. Because you don't want to be on either end of the spectrum, but you, you want to be kind of somewhere in the middle. And some people are going to lean more towards being um, passive and sympathetic. Some people are going to lean more towards being aggressive. That's fine. We need that diversity of disposition in the world. That's not a bad thing. However, for you as a person, you want to find what that means to you personally. So you want to start finding ways that you can set better boundaries, that you can stand up for yourself in small ways. If this is something that you are struggling with um, on the passive side, we'll talk about the aggressive side in just a second. But if you are struggling to set these boundaries and to enforce them, start small. It's a skill just like anything else. And we're not taught the skill growing up. We're not taught the skill as kids. Um, there's no class in college on how to set boundaries. I don't know about you. My parents didn't really teach me how to set boundaries. Why? Because the adults in our life a lot of times don't know. And it's not a bad it's not like a knock on them. They weren't like maliciously trying to sabotage us. They didn't know any better, and we can't really blame them for that. But it's up to us to break that generational cycle. It's up to us to educate ourselves, to educate the next generation, and to make sure that people in general are improving their mental health as we go, um, as our civilization progresses, um, or at least as we try to progress. It. it doesn't look like it's going that way lately. But anyway. The point being, if you are a very passive person and you want to be more assertive with yourself, again, that does not mean being aggressive. It doesn't mean that you have to lash out and explode on people. It means that you say no. It means that you set clear expectations and that you hold those expectations. It means that you're firm. And if somebody tries to argue with you and push back and say, well, no, that's not fair to me, you say, listen, this is my boundary. This is what I will accept. This is why I'm not. Beyond that, it's not really my problem. And it's okay if you make that person uncomfortable because if it's something that really is affecting you, something that's really hurting you, and you need it to change, and that person is offended that you're trying to take care of your mental health, then that's not really a person that you need to worry about offending. That's not a person that you need to worry about their opinion at all, because they're not a good person. That's not somebody who is looking out for you who has your best interest in mind. Now, this can be difficult. This can take some practice, and you will probably lash out a little bit too much. You will probably go a little bit too far. I know I did. And I still continue to do so. I see that as not a totally unhealthy thing, though. Now you can get yourself in trouble over this. But like the mistakes are how you learn. You're not going to learn by saying, okay, I'm super passive and agreeable. I'm going to just push the boundary just a tiny bit, right? And you take those teeny tiny baby steps. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, you are making progress there. But you're making a lot more progress when you go a little bit too far and you realize, ooh, that was too, too much in the wrong direction, I'm gonna pull back a little bit. Now you can, start to, you can start to adjust a lot more easily because you have more range to work in, right? You're not just trying to gradually expand. You're actually taking tangible steps. You're actually experiencing something new. You're actually doing something different. And that's a good thing. Now, if you tend to be on the aggressive side, you know, pulling things in a little bit, learning to be a little bit more patient, a little bit more tolerant. That's gonna be your, your struggle, your challenge. And understand that not being aggressive, not being confrontational with people, like you've established the fact that you can do that. So pulling back on that, that is a show of strength. It's not a show of strength if you have no ability to be confrontational and aggressive. It is a show of strength, however, if you typically are like that. If you have proven yourself to be that kind of, that fighter, somebody who is willing to go to battle over what they believe in, When you show tolerance, when you start to pull back a little bit and you start to work on yourself and you work on growing and becoming more patient, becoming more self-controlled, that is your challenge. And again, it's a skill. It's something that you practice over and over again and you screw up and again, You want to go a little bit too far in the opposite direction you want to use um the passive side of that as a as a default for a little while you want to get comfortable with the opposite of what you're used to whatever that is because until you do that you're not really going to find balance between either extreme you're just going to live on one extreme and your range is very limited very narrow so also i should probably mention that like being assertive does not mean um, – it, it's, it's different from being aggressive in the sense like aggressive people typically are kind of – they kind of tend to provoke things. They tend to attack people. So even if they agree to something, then it's like it's in a very, like, confrontational way, you know. And then on the other side of that would be passive-aggressive where people don't really stick up for themselves, but they try to sabotage later down the road. Assertiveness is not like that. Assertiveness is very professional, I guess it's very much like look, it's rational, it's logical, it's mature. It's just, hey, this is what I can and cannot tolerate. If you disrespect that boundary, like I'm going to have to remove myself from your presence. I'm going to have to take some kind of action against it. I'm going to have to, like, I have to do something. And it's, it's not an agitated kind of attack. It's not a fearful, timid, please stop doing this to me. It's that middle ground. It's that confidence that comes from learning to fight those battles, to learning to stand up for yourself, learning to improve your self esteem. And again, these are all skills that you have to practice. And they're skills that we don't practice enough, right? We need to practice them because if we don't, then they atrophy or they never develop at all. And we don't want that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I will probably make a follow-up episode that maybe will be a little bit better articulated. I don't know. Still getting used to the extraneous speaking stuff. But as always, guys, thank you for listening. Good luck. I appreciate you hanging out with me. Um, If you want to work with me with coaching, if you want to do hypnosis sessions, by all means, jump on my website. I have all the information in there. If you're not following me on TikTok, get on there because I post content every single day. Some of it's not that great, but a lot of it is okay. So it makes up for it. I will see you guys soon. Thank you.